Welcome back. We're here on the Line Breakers podcast, week number four. It's your host, Big Al, and I'm here back in the studio with Coop and Derek. Say hello, guys. Hey, how's everyone doing out there? What's going on, guys? Welcome back for episode number four. Yep, episode number four here coming. Uh, we're talking uh, our last week. We're going to do a weekly recap like we always do. Had a pretty good week. We had you know me and Coop making some uh, MLB picks. Like we said, we did an adjustment to the algorithm lately. It's been a lot more effective. It's been hitting a lot higher rates. Got some great percentages. Uh, this week we went 19 and 16 MLB. Not the greatest week, not the worst week. You know, 55% is where you want to live when you're doing this professionally, mm-hmm. and, and it's not a bad record there. A uh, couple bad beats. We did have uh, one day where we went 0 for 5, and then we had a day where we went 5 and 0. Yeah. I mean, it's all about sweeping. It's about getting the right picks in there, getting some, some good value there. And as we keep telling you, we're going to give you written analysis. We're going to let you know where our head's at, why we're making these picks, and why they're good. And sometimes it's about value. I mean, that's, that's really gambling. You want to make sure that you like a pick and the algorithm or your, your data, whatever you're using, is going to make a pick. you got to get great value. It's about Gambling is about value all the time. You want to make sure you're not paying extra for juice. Taking a road favor for no reason when there's no value there is just a dumb decision. And it's really tough to be getting up great odds and great value on your money there. Uh, NHL, 3-2. Not a bad week. 60% on, on a small sample size, five picks. Not a lot of NHL going on right now. Uh, we're not picking basketball at the moment, but it was a pretty good week. That's a, a total of... 22 and 18, you know, 54, 55%, not a bad week at all. Um, Derek was pretty happy with three and two. We're okay with 19 and 16. Unfortunately, it wasn't a 21 and five. I know you all are out there thinking, wow, we need another one, 21 and five. It's going to come. We're going to catch fire again. Um, but in the meantime, you want your you want your provider, your sports betting consultants, you want them to get you good weeks every week. And as long as you're above the 52% that, you know, the juice eats up, we were plus a couple of units uh, this past week. But uh, we're looking to obviously build on that, having a, a good start this week. You know, two and two, but we have some some big plays tonight. Five plays for MLB, one in the NHL. Got the Bruins going off currently, and we're looking to make a splash. Uh, as always, we got Coop here in the studio, our social media director, constantly putting up posts, making our feed great. What's mm-hmm. going on with social yeah. media, Coop? Well, after two positive weeks, it's always better to come off two positive weeks and look at all of the feedback we're getting and make positive posts and make it, we're trying to make everyone money week by week, and that's the goal. The goal is always to make always to make people money grow your bankroll, all that stuff like that. Me, Big Al, Derek, we're always talking how we're going to just try to consistently get better with the posts and how we're going to get better content and quality out for you guys to, to make your experience that much better. Once our website's fully functional, www.thelinebreakers.com. You're probably listening to the podcast on, on that website right now, but for those who are, uh, I mean, for those who aren't, that's where you probably should listen to. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we're trying to get that uh, website fully functional, and we'll be able to get you better content once we have that out. Yeah, good, well said, Coop. Uh, definitely the right move there. Got a lot of the comments, feedback back. We really appreciate it. The support is wonderful. Uh, we're going to keep giving these these nice weeks, 19 and 16, hopefully a little bit higher in the percentage. Obviously, we know, like we said before, you all want 21 and 5. We're going to try to make that happen as weeks come on. Don't sleep on us. MLB, we're going to have some fire NFL. Uh, NHL is winding down, but, I mean, the regular season we were having some nights of 4-1, and 6-0. and oh. I mean, just plenty of high-quality picks from our guy Derek here. Derek was killing NHL. Um, the playoffs are just becoming a little bit more problematic. Just there's a lot more variance, and it's hard to handicap some of these ridiculous penalties like the other night when we take St. Louis. Right, Derek? Oh, boy. Yeah, the Blues did not have a good game one. And then they flipped the script in game two, and I didn't have them. So what are you going to do about that? It's a good series. The yeah, good home team, good road team. Just couldn't couldn't get couldn't get that one right. 
Yeah, absolutely. And the important thing right now is when you guys are here on our podcast, listening to us talk, you know, our website is www.thelinebreakers.com. We're giving you these weeks for free. You got cappers that are probably giving you, you know, um, other, other bets, not going as consistent. I mean, these are back-to-back weeks of 70-plus and 55-plus. We're here to make you money. We're getting, we're getting rolling here. We make adjustments to our data and our, and our analysis as we go. We give you a written pick. If you don't agree with the pick, don't bet it. This is your money. This is your idea. We're here to help you out. But uh, we have plenty of people, you know, picking four out of five, and the one we miss is the one they didn't take, and they're making a lot of money. However, we do advise you take all of our plays if you're going to play them because over the long haul, we're going to be more consistent than you are, and uh, you don't want to pick and choose which one we're taking because when we go on a roll and we get really hot, you're going to be missing out on some extra money there, and we want to see you really uh, capitalize. Yeah, exactly. Like how Big, how big Al was saying, we want these 55%. That's what we want like our bad week to be. We want to live right there, and you're still making money, but you're not making much. And then once we hit those big plays, then we're going 21 and 5 each week. I mean, that's when you're making your real money. But 55%, we want that as like our baseline almost. So you're still kind of like you're making, it, making ends meet. And for the people listening right now, we have a if you don't cash, we don't cash policy. God forbid we would go 50% even even or a little bit below that. You know, you're, getting, you're pretty much getting a week free. You know, a lot of these packages that have the slogan – uh, for our policy, you can always check that out on our website. If you don't cash, we don't cash. Uh, it's, it's a policy that pretty much comes into place. You know, we're a professional site here. If we can't make you money in that week, we're going to give you the next week free. So think about that, right? You, uh, whatever the, the, the weekly amount comes out to be, let's say you were down a unit, whatever it is, you get an entire weeks where the picks that you already like to begin with because you made a purchase, you're getting them for free. And the next week, we're probably going to roll again. Or we're going to probably smash. And you're going to get all those picks for free. You didn't have to pay another premium service for another week like a lot of these other companies do where you're paying no matter what and they don't care. Uh, we also want to just touch really quickly. We do uh, really appreciate the comments. Any questions you have, we uh, pride ourselves in customer service. Please shoot us a DM. We'll be happy to get back to you and make sure that we're on top of things and have a conversation with you about gambling, sports, whatever you want. Uh, you know, we really appreciate you listening here. We're going to move into bankroll management. One of the most frustrating things lately because we see too many of these other companies not explaining what bankroll management is, how you're supposed to be betting, you know, wh- what your bankroll should be. And unfortunately, for a lot of these novice bettors and uh, and newbies to the game, you know, lack of a lack of a better phrase mm-hmm. here, Coop. Yeah, exactly. You got too many of these people just randomly betting, and they have no idea what units are. Units is an arbitrary number of uh, money you want to spend per bet. Uh, we advise that you have a fifty minimum fifty minimum unit bet, probably on a hundred preferred. You want one or two percent of your plays to be every time, because it's important that you're not putting too much money out there. You have a good base you can play with, and that if you lose, you know, four, five, six bets in a row, because this will happen from time to time, that you're not left, you know, stranded. And you want to make sure that you have it of mind to avoid variance, avoid the long haul and bad weeks. I mean, these things do happen. Uh, we can go 21 and 5 and 19 and 16. There might be a week where we, you know, catch some bad beats and we're going to be down. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Mm-hmm. We're not going to win every week. We tell you this all the time. If you ever DM us or we're straight up and honest with you, we will not win every day and every week. We will do our best to win every day. We'll do our best to win every week. But there will be losing days. Mm-hmm. And that's the honesty and integrity that we do here at the Line Breakers. Um, you know, and, and the thing about these units is that People don't understand it, and you have people, other handicapping sites, all of a sudden they get hot. Someone looks at their, their Instagram or their website, and now they're advising 50, 100 unit plays. I mean, this is just, this is insanity. Yeah, exactly. We've seen it so many times. A newbie better, like my man Big Al just said, we see a newbie better come in, and they, they just like throw an arbitrary number out there. They just bet, oh, I bet $50 on this game, and they win. They're like, oh, I'm feeling pretty confident now. They want to throw, they want to make, take the profit they made off that bet, and oh, it's like, let's say they'll throw 100 on this game, and they lose. That's the quickest way to just lose your bankroll, get bankrupt, and, and you're sitting in a hole already, and then you're trying to just trying to get that magical unicorn bet in and try to just make all your money back. It just won't happen. That's why when you have a set, amount, set a number to bet, you have your total bankroll in front of you, then you take a percentage of that, like whatever, 1% to 5%, and you bet the same number every game. It's, 
it's the best to see incline, incline profit, and especially when you're betting with us. We were trying to get you 60% each week. I mean, you're going to get make money over the long term. Yeah, you're definitely going to make money over the long term. And I'm sure Derek can agree here. I mean, these guys, they, they just tell you to bet 100-unit plays. Let's say, for argument's sake, you are a dollar-unit guy. And there's no shame in being a 50-cents guy. Oh. It's whatever number of money you're willing to put in play. It's gambling, remember? You're risking your own money. Yeah. Uh, anything you feel comfortable with. So there's guys that are 50-unit 50, 50 guys or think they're 50-unit guys. Yeah. And there are guys that are a dollar. For argument's sake, let's say you're a dollar guy. A 100-unit bet. That's 100 bucks. Yeah. Okay? That's 100 bucks. Yeah. That's all I the mean, lunch money. Yeah, that's 100 units. I mean, how much? How many units are you bankroll? At a dollar, let's say it was a thousand. I mean, okay, you have a thousand units now, but you only have, you're putting ten percent of your bankroll in play with one play. It's not smart. It's terrible betting, uh, and especially for these guys that you know tell you a hundred unit plays or fifty unit plays. Okay, think about this. And sometimes you know the intermediate the inter- intermediate gamblers or the novice gamblers don't think about it. There is a thing called VIG, and VIG is massive in gambling, especially when you have favorites. You take the Cubs at minus one fifty, and you take the um, I don't know the San Jose Sharks at minus one fifty, and you go one and two. If it's 50 units at, you know, $10, uh, you know, it's, it's a ton of money and you're paying the extra juice. So you break even in picks one on one, but you're paying all the extra money in the VIG that you owe back to the booker or the casino you're gambling with because it, you just, you're not, you're not winning out right there. You need to go 2-0 and with those huge plays. Mm-hmm. It never happens. Yeah. You're not going to go 80%, 70%. Don't let these people lie to you. 100 unit bets are just dumb. You never want to have more than 20% of your bankroll out there because what happens is if you have more than 20% of your bankroll, you're just going to get flushed out. And the, the, the bigger unit you play and you don't have the right bankroll for it, you're obviously not, you're not, obviously not doing your calculations correctly and you're going to be putting more money out there than it should be and you're going to lose a lot more. Um, like yeah, I was scammers, yeah, all these scammers want is that quick payout. They just want that quick purchase of you buying their 100-unit big, big money play, flashing lights, everything, and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, they're gone. Absolutely. And, and the problem, too, is that a lot of these people, you know, don't catch on quick enough. And all of a sudden, you know, there's an issue. Like I said, if you ever have a problem with our picks, you disagree with our analysis, please send us a DM. We'd be happy to talk to you. Um, the, the problem is that with bankroll management, I mean, this is this is literally gambling right here. And it's a war of attrition. People that say they can get you rich quick, they're wrong. It just doesn't happen. This is a slow uphill battle. And if you don't like that, you can't gamble at the professional level. It's never going to happen for you. And you're just gonna have to give up. You know, I hate to say yeah. it, but you're not going to be able to throw 100 unit bets back to back or any amount of unit bets. You got to bet smart. You got to understand that, hey, this is our play tonight. We see edges in these games. Don't bet games that are on for fun, unless they're your team and you're making a very small play, but don't be betting thousands of dollars on games that are randomly on or hundreds of dollars of games that are randomly on because that's chasing action. And we told you last week, you can't chase the A train. Nope. No, no, no. Can't, can't chase the A train. It's going to get you in too much trouble. Um, Derek, what are your thoughts on these people that are just telling you to bet 100 unit bets and, and just getting, getting these people you know, in deep holes and, and not getting out of them? Look, it's silly. Those are people who just those are people who just want to take your money. We're here to make you money. That, that's what we're here for. I mean, what, those scams, once you're down the hole, you're going to keep making those bets. Just, you're just playing catch up at that point, and you're never going to catch up. Just throwing money out there like that. You have to bet wisely. The, the, the biggest key to gambling is just being patient. If you're down and you have a bad day, whatever, just, just don't go throwing your money out there to try and come back. You know, wait, maybe wait, wait another week, I don't know, another day till you find games you really like, you think there's edges, and then bet wisely. I love that that's line. It. They're here to take your money. We're here to make your money. I love it. Absolutely. That's and, that, it. and that's a lot. That should be our line, uh, line breakers uh, catchphrase right there. But more importantly, like, like Derek said, I mean, there's going to always be something to gamble on tomorrow. Sports will always be there, ladies and gentlemen. It's always going to be yep. there. Don't worry. We're going to have analysis. We're going to have a written pick for you. Don't feel like you have to make a bet to make a bet. When you get in these trains, they're bad trains. They're huge uh, snowballs that turn into avalanches. You chase, you chase, you chase, and then you're down ten grand, 
and you lose your yeah. you lose your house or something yeah. like that. You know, Power's it's, off. It's terrible. Can't put food on oh. the table. Yeah. And the problem your with betting. Your wife hates you. Yeah, your wife hates you. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, and, and the problem here is that when you put more than 20% of your bankroll in, in play, sometimes you have a problem hedging. Sometimes you have a problem middling. You know, uh, in theory, let's say you had 100 bucks and you have 80 in play, and all of a sudden you need like 30 bucks for a good hedge play for your parlay. You don't have the money with you. Now you got to go reach into your other bank account or do something else, and you're not playing with the money that you've decided or you decided to use for gambling. And now you're just reaching into deeper pockets, and you're going you're gonna to have trouble there. There's a reason that a lot of us at the professional level understand that we're only making one or two unit plays. It's because we don't put all of that, all that money in risk. These are human beings. It's professional sports. Nothing is a lock. Stay away from these people that say everything's a lock. It's a sure thing. Bet your house. Bet the mortgage. I know this guy's Stu Finer. You know, Vegas Date. These, these guys that are just scam artists. They're, they're great salesmen. You got to tip their hat. They're great salesmen. They don't understand the fundamentals of betting. They don't understand the math behind it. Bet your house. Bet the mortgage like that. You know, bet him on the, the, red, the, the Cubs pitcher. He's a dominant guy. He's going he's gonna to make you a millionaire. Great. He takes one off the arm in the middle of the inning on a line drive back up the middle from Joey Votto. And the guy's out for the game. Guess what? Your money's still in play because you have action. Now you have too much of your too much percentage of your bankroll in play that's now at a 50-50 gamble, probably at worst because you're banking on that guy to pitch. He's no longer in the game. And you're going to run into a lot of trouble. So we tell you here, we're going to give you bankroll management advice. Like we said, we want, you know, 50-unit minimum, 50-unit bankroll minimum. Obviously, that depends upon how much money you have. So if you had, um, you know, 50 bucks, your, your, uh, your unit size is a dollar. There's no shame with being a smaller unit guy. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You're going to obviously work with us here at the Line Breakers. You know, as you're here on our website, clicking around our podcast, www.thelinebreakers.com. You can find some other information about gambling, some understanding on bankroll, some terms, and we're here to help you out. Like we said, we want to put 1% or 2% of our units in play every play. It's not a problem. When we start getting hot, we're just going to expand our plays. We don't really jump our units up. Once you've you know, taken your 100 units and made it 200 units, then you can change your idea of how much money you want to put in play with a new unit play. Once you're already up, don't do that once you're down. Don't chase action. If you go on a tear, we lose six in a row. Listen, we're going to get you back up there. It's not a big deal. But don't be doubling down, tripling down on games there's no edge at. We don't make a, you know, we don't make a play if there's no edge. We're not randomly picking games out of hat saying, hey, Coop and Derek, you like, like the Reds tonight? Oh, that's, well, let that's me a flip a pet. coin. Yeah, we're not flipping coins here. The analysis that we give you is, is, the, is the testament to that. If you read our analysis, we tell you that this team is bottom five in hitting and top five in pitching. We see a clear mismatch in there. The algorithm sees it. We have a score that comes out for each team. And uh, the higher the score, the better we like the game. And we're going to look more into it. And then we find you these trends and stats that really back up that analysis. And that's where we're seeing the clear edge. And you got to bet teams and games that have edges in them. Otherwise, it's just gambling. You might as well be flipping a coin. Mm-hmm. And I do it occasionally where I bet on the, the Super Bowl coin toss. It's not smart bets. Yeah. And I've never won one. And there's a reason for that. It's 50-50, Coop. Just like flipping <laughs> a coin. Just suck a bet. I don't know how many times Derek has told me, stop betting on the coin flip of the Super Bowl, and I never listen. And guess what? I've never won. Yeah. So if you're going to take our advice and you're going to listen to bankroll management at the correct level, not listen to these scammers, you're going to start making some money. We're going to start going positive. We're going to have some great weeks here. Uh, but like we said before, the, the number one problem is that you have too many of these people saying, oh, look, I have a 100-unit bet. And they make 500-unit bets. And great. They went 5 and That's awesome. So in theory, they were a 500-unit for that week. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, and it's the problem that they think they're going to get fame from that. Yeah, They're going to be a number, famous right? capper, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see 500 units, like, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's not amazing because if they went to own five, you'd be down 500 units, and at $100 a unit, down 50 grand, and all of a sudden you lost your car. Yeah, you know? they say quadruple your net worth. Well, there goes your net worth. And I will tell you right now, none of these cappers, unless they're, unless you ask for it, ask for it. If you don't trust us, ask, ask for the Instagram, ask for their page. Show us your ticket. Show us where you're betting 100 units on this game. And ask what their unit size is beforehand. That's a smart thing. 
say, hey, what, what unit size do you guys play at? Oh, we play at 100 because they're going to say something arrogant like that and you catch them right in the trap. Mm-hmm. It's the old Big Al trap right there. <laughs> and then tell them, oh, yeah, can you show me the ticket where you bet $25 a unit for 100 units there? And they're going to say, hold on, we'll post it. Hold on, we'll be right back. Yeah. Crickets, wow. crickets. Nothing's there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and they're never betting their own plays at 100 units because they know it's stupid. Yeah. They're trying to see if you're going to bind their system. All of a sudden, you hit a couple lucky ones, and then you think they're the gods of uh, yeah, professional sports you. betting. They've got you in their pocket. Yeah, and guess what you're going to do? They're going to keep having you chase action. 200 unit play here, 100 unit play here. And it's just dumb gambling. It's not smart, and you're going to get hurt doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like we say, it's these. It, they always call this kind of crazy stuff. And I, I've had a, I've been seeing a lot of whale plays. I mean, Derek, have you seen that term whale play, lion play? I, I think they're running out of animals for this play. You're gonna see a squirrel yeah. play next time. It's gonna be a twenty unit play. Yeah, they're trying to find the biggest animal. They're gonna start resurrecting mammoths. Start saying mammoth plays. <laughs> mammoth plays. Mammoth plays. Yeah. yeah, anything to get your money. That's it. And Derek, Derek is a Derek is a very good NHL picker. That's why he's on our team here at the Line Breakers. Derek, would you ever put a hundred unit play on a hockey game? No. I want to put 100 unit play on anything. Exactly. And, and the, it's because there's so much variance in sports and there's so much unpredictability that can happen. Now, we tell you that we give you analysis and we see uh, edges and trends in games that we're betting. Sure. There's things that happen where we can't predict them. You know, we had the Cardinals the other night. We got a little bad beat. We're going to have our little bad beat section on later on the podcast that I know everyone likes. You know, you hate to see it, but it does happen. And the Cardinals give up five runs in the seventh inning. One of the better pull ends in the MLB. You're never going to see that happen probably back-to-back days or even in the same week. But it does happen. And if you live bet them for a huge amount of money because they said, oh, live bet MLB, 100-unit bet, you lost all your money there. And, and, it, and it sucks because, you know, you didn't know any better. So, and we will say the bankroll management is probably the number one reason that the intermediate guys that are $25 and $50 units, that's why you're not at 100 units. You can't help yourself. You're not understanding how to do it mathematically. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's ways to do it on the professional level that makes you a much better gambler and a much smarter gambler. I can't tell you how many times we make hedge bets. Hedge bets, uh, I'm sorry, hedge bets and middle bets. We make other bets to make sure that we don't lose our original bet, but give us the opportunity to get both bets. Mm-hmm. And middling bets is where it's the funnest thing. Yep. You know, now you're just hoping for that, that, uh, that five, six, seven in football. You know, you have your, your, your numbers that are the middle. And you can't lose your original bet. So for God forbid this team comes back from 21 points, all right, we lost our original bet. But if we didn't make that middle bet, we would have lost, we lost the original bet anyway. This yeah. allows us to have both bets win and you know, possibly one bet lose. You know, more often than not, the middle is not going to hit. But when it does hit, it's great. And you're, you're, you're shaving off a lot of um, you know, unwanted losses. And the security ability to hit. blanket. Yeah, it's security blanket. That's what it is. And when you put too much of your bankroll in play, you put a 100-unit bet in there, you might only have 100 units. And guess what? You can't hedge anymore. You can't, you can't middle. And just it causes problems for you later on down the road. And we've all been there. We're watching a game. They give up a home run first inning, and you're just sweating out the entire game. You're just, you're just losing minutes off your life. Yeah. And it's one thing. I mean, I'm sure Derek can attest to this as too. It's one thing to you know, uh, be nervous when they have first and second on there. It's, it's not the nervousness of your bet. It's the nervousness of, oh, is this pitcher going to get out of it? He's an untrained rookie. You should never be nervous about the amount of money you put in play. There should be yeah, a, a money that you set, set aside for gambling that you're willing to put on the, on the units. You have something to share with our, with our followers here, Derek, our listeners that, that can get some uh, you know, inspiration, some wisdom? Just, oh, man, just, you guys got to just don't if, – if you're, if you're nervous about, a, about your money that you put in play, then you, you bet too much. It's, it's that simple. Your, your, get, your pool of money that you should be picking out of is, is just free money. It shouldn't be money that you live off of. That's, that's pretty much all I can say. Yeah, or one is it thing with inspiration, these... just be smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yes. mm-hmm. Yeah, no, be smart. I'm sorry to cut you off there, but one thing that these scammers do, they don't, they don't care about you. Last week when we went 0 and 5, we were just, we were up all night looking at picks, trying to make sure that we, 
we, we care about this. We're, we're not even giving our, we're giving our picks away for free right now, but we're caring about it. And, and the next day we go 0-5, we show you that we can make a comeback like that. Yeah, we go 3-2 and two and then 5-0, and oh, get the big sweep, put the sweeps on the board. Everyone's having fun, giving us the comments with the brooms. We put it on our feed, and, and we get we get really psyched up when we see a lot of people winning money. Even even the, for the people that are winning $10 a game, we see you guys sending us uh, DMs, showing us you're betting $10. Great. We love hitting parlays where you win $13. Obviously, you know, you don't have the money to gamble at the higher level, and there's nothing wrong with that. We appreciate you, you following us. you got to start somewhere. We appreciate you following us, making the plays, and like we said, this is free. And we're doing pretty good in the last two weeks, and we hope to make you more money. Eventually, we will have a, um, a charge-based subscription that you're going to have to pay for. But while it's free, you know, take advantage of it right now. We have a free podcast. We talk about you know live odds, betting, bankroll management. These are important things when you're betting at a higher level and you want to get more involved in gambling, sports gambling, and starting to see where the ideas are for different bets and how you make more money. There's a reason they, have, they stop card counters at casinos. Why? Because it's smart. Yeah. It works. <laughs> they have an edge. Absolutely cool. Hit it right on the nail there. Throw them out, break their knuckles. Yeah. And they just they kick you out and they stop taking your action because they know you have an edge. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to find some good line movement, some good analytics and data, some algorithms to help you pick the best games. Like we tell you all the time, nobody cares. We love betting on teams that no one cares about. The odds makers have to give you a line because they have to take the action. And we're more than willing to send you a pick that's going to make you money. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really important there. We want to make sure that you're... You're making plenty of money. You're getting the best edges in the games. Sometimes you're going to see games be a blowout. There's a reason for that. There are clear analytics and data that tell us that this game should not be close. And um, it happens occasionally where we have NHL, and it's uh, 5-0, and 6-0. and These games are not competitive. They're not even close. And like I said, we're here to make you money. And uh, I don't even know what else to say because yeah. we can't make you money if you're not smart with your bankroll, though. The bankroll is so important that you don't lose all your money in one shot. You know, yeah, you want to be able to stay around and be able to yeah. make this for the marathon. So, just a recap here on our bankroll management topic: one to two percent of your bet should be your unit size. Whenever number, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever amount of money you have to gamble with, obviously do it based off that. If you have two thousand to gamble with, obviously do it accordingly. If you have five hundred to gamble with, obviously do it accordingly. We want to make sure that we can give you plenty of picks, plenty of ways to make money, keep the streak up, and uh, we're gonna take a break from a word from our sponsors right here. And we're back here in the studio. It's uh, Big Al here with Coop and Derek. If you're listening, you're most likely on our website, www.thelinebreakers.com. If you're not, we appreciate you finding our podcast. Go check out our website. It's a, it's a great thing. We have a podcast there. You can sign up, put your email in the box there for subscriptions. We'll be able to let you know when it comes out live and, and ready to go and you listen to hear it. And, um, you know, there's a lot of other information there. It's great just to click around and, and uh, see it. If you're on our website right now, you're definitely seeing the information, a little bit of stuff about betting on one-on-one, some terms. Uh, our podcast, obviously, that you're on right now, and uh, we'll get right back into it. It's uh, we're talking about live odds. We just, just we just finished up a segment. Excuse me. We just finished up a segment on bankroll management. Bankroll is really important. You want to make sure you avoid these scammers. You don't put too much in play. You're making the right unit plays, one unit, two unit plays at a time, and that's so you have enough money to uh, be able to move forward and, and be able to have plays for the week. But uh, as we move in here into live odds, we're going to talk about opportunities for sharp bets. Sharp bets are obviously when you see there's a mistake in the line, you're seeing great value, there's, it's too easy, too much to pass up on, and this happens all the time. When you're sitting there gambling, you want to, uh, you know, crack open a beer or whatever, you know, if you're of legal age and w- watch the game, but have your ads open because you've got to be able to see that there's mistakes in the lines, they're trying to offer live betting, they know it's a great opportunity for bettors to put more money in play, 
but the lines come up so fast. They're based on math, and sometimes they're wrong. I mean, we see it all the time, don't we, Coop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you got to be a smart better, and that's, that kind of goes into play with uh, bankroll management before. But, yeah, you got to be willing to just look at the lines. And, I mean, you got to really watch the lines more than you watch the game and see what happens, especially in football, too, because sc- scores can sway quickly, and uh, especially in an NBA, too. Especially during the playoffs, you see basket, 10, 10, 10 0 runs can happen just like that. Absolutely. And if you're looking at one of our picks and you have the game open, now this is a this is a clear you know alert here. Do not chase. We're not telling you to make random bets because you have better odds and better lines and you think there's a mistake there. But sometimes if our pick is down 5-0, think about throwing a half a unit or a unit on it. We still like the team to win. We do it all the time where we see a team down 4-0 in the second. Okay, they got to a rough start. We're going to put a unit on it and we're going to bounce back and see if they can come back and win this at great odds. You know, plus 700, plus 800 in a game that we like already and it's early in the game. Sometimes when you have teams that are down, like you said, your 10-0 runs come up. You know, teams score three or four runs without blinking. You know there's a bad bullpen. These are things you want to look into. You want to, you want to be on top of who has a good bullpen in the MLB, who's a bad field goal kicker, who doesn't do well in the third quarter. And then when you see these lines when they're open, oh, I know for a fact that the Washington Nationals right now have the worst bullpen in the major leagues. They're, they're up two runs with four bats left for the Mets or whoever they're playing. And uh, let's see if we can put a, you know, a half a unit there if the line's right. If it's plus 500 or plus 600 for the Mets to win. That's, that might be worth it versus one of the worst bullpens in, in the league. But it's important to have these odds open because you won't know there's great bets there. And a lot of these sharp, you know, professional bettors are making live bets because there's algorithms that run for the computer and they just don't have time to make the odds accurately and up to date with people betting on them. And they change, obviously, as it comes in. Yeah, it's like sending in a paper. It's like a reporter sending in a paper and doesn't get proofread. Like it just go, goes out on the fly. There's going to be errors in it. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, last year, we had the football live bet. Denver was plus 75000 for a $100 bet. The guy puts $100 on Denver, down by three, receiving the ball back. They score a touchdown and win the game. FanDuel tries to refuse to pay them 75000 Guess what, New Jersey? We have laws. This is the United States. <laughs> not today. This is not Ghana or a third world country. <laughs> we have laws. They had to pay off the seventy-five k. They offered this guy, I think, three tickets to the Super Bowl and 100 bucks. <laughs> Guy told me to go pound salt. Yeah, this isn't Tony, the uh, the bookie down the street. This is uh, a company, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Derek remembers they were watching this game, and I think we looked at the live odds. We didn't get it in there, but uh, it was just crazy. I mean, sometimes they have stupid lines. Uh, they, you know, some of the bookmakers in the UK can say, "Hey, you know, we made a mistake. Sorry, we're not honoring that bet." Not in New Jersey, and they, the bookmakers are finding out you can't do that stuff here in the US. Mm-hmm. You're going to offer a bet online if someone puts money down. You wouldn't have gave it back. It was the wrong odds. Oh, hey, sorry. We gave you too good of odds, and your bet lost. Here's a hundred bucks back, Coop. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, hundred dollars. Yeah, right there, you go. It's like, hey, how you doing? And we do, we do see it all the time that there's a lot of mistakes here. Um, like we said, there's it's too fast for bookmakers to try to do it, and it's based off algorithms. So uh, we actually met someone, me personally, you know, uh, Big Al here. I was at the Bosa conference, and this guy said something interesting. He was a developer for uh, a gambling uh, app, and he said that they've tested this before in in real time in theory, and they did it themselves, and it worked. If you go to a horse racetrack with 10 of your friends, don't do this. We're just talking about how it works out Mm -hmm. Uh, because I'm not guaranteeing it'll work in the States. But in the UK, apparently, what they did was they brought 12 guys to a racetrack, all with 3,000 in their pocket. They all bet 3,000 on the worst horse, the long shot, right? 90 to 1. All of a sudden, that horse went down to 5 to 1 because all this money is coming in on him at such long odds. And they offered him a cash out option of more than 3,000 per each person. They all cash out and they made a little bit of money. So it's you can affect these odds because the algorithms aren't understanding that, okay, he put three thousand down. We don't make we don't need to make this horse five to one. This horse is obviously a long shot for a reason. And um, they were able to take advantage of it. And there's a lot of a lot of things where the games are just going too fast for these odds to be, you know, done correctly and kept an eye on. 
And as we saw the other night, we got a bet in at Golden State, plus 550, down through with eight minutes. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? I mean, you knew Steph was going to come yeah, in and take over that game. Silly. I mean, that was a quick, what, 500 bucks for a, for a $100 bet there? Thanks. How you doing? Yep, absolutely. And FanDuel actually has just terrible algorithms. For some reason, they've hired, I guess, some clowns over there, for lack of a better phrase, Coop. And Derek, <laughs> I mean, we see this all the time. We, we love opening the FanDuel app and live odds because their odds are usually wrong. Sit there and watch during the entire game. You're going to find a good bet most of the time. Now, you got to make sure that you're being disciplined. Don't bet it because, oh, it's an okay, okay odds. Make sure it's a very good bet. And sometimes you live and die by the sword, you know. It's gonna, you're going to make some of these bets where they don't pan out, and sometimes they are going to pan out. But just make sure you're staying disciplined. You're making good bets. Let me tell you right now, Golden State down by three to win the game, plus 550 with eight minutes to go, is a very good bet. Considering Easy. it was like plus six and minus 110 to start the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing when you're watching live bets, you just have to get comfortable watching them. Like sometimes it can be scary seeing all these numbers kind of fly in front of you. You kind of just like start slow, maybe just like open up the app while you're while you're watching a game and, and just see how it fluctuates and see what happens, see how the game changes, the momentum and everything like that. Absolutely. Cool makes a great yeah. point there because it could be intimidating. Um, yeah, live betting is intimidating for, for new bettors and, and for people that are just getting into betting. But mm-hmm. there's plenty of opportunities, like we said before to get in there and cash in. Um, they do it in baseball now a lot, actually, as me and Cooper were talking about before the podcast. They have teams that are like 3-1 to one favorites, right? The Cubs playing the Marlins. But the Cubs could have two on, nobody out, and the Marlins pitching. They offer you even money for the Cubs to win. Thank you. Right now, I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bottom of the third, there's nobody out. We give all the odds back to the, to the book by not um, by, by taking this team as, you know, uh, even money in the third inning with nobody on and, and uh, sorry, two on, nobody out, and you're just getting great odds there. That's a good bet to make. Yeah, especially with the Cubs because you know that they're one of the best teams right now hitting and playing defense. Yeah, and anytime you have a great favor like that, you're getting money back for some reason. I mean, remember that. If they don't score in that inning and it's a third, now you got even money on the favor. You just gave up one to three back to the casino or the sports book, and, that, and that's a great bet there. You're going to have to try to figure out how to do the odds. If you're not really sure how to do live bet odds in your head, you can always DM us at you know at the Linebreakers. If you're listening to our podcast right now, www.thelinebreakers.com. In the future, we're going to try to figure out if we can understand how the odds work and what good bets are good bets. Yeah. Um, and give you some understanding on the math and how you figure that out. But for the most part, it's usually too good to be true. And um, you just got to look for it. Keep it open when you're, when you're sitting there watching the game. Casually look down at it from time to time. It's really good in baseball because baseball has in-between innings. Yeah, exactly. And in-between pitches. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have some time yep. to say, okay, am I going to pull the trigger here or am I not? Hockey's a little bit more different. I'm sure Derek's going to tell you about that right now. It's just it's hard to bet live hockey because they're just constantly changing every second. They get locked up a lot. Yeah, it's quicker. It's on the fly. You could bet on one team. The other team scores like five seconds later. Yeah. You have something to say, Derek? Oh, the game just flows a lot more in hockey. I mean, you really can't bet live at a hockey game unless it's intermission. Pretty much. Very hard. Yeah, and the important, the other important thing is when you have the uh, when you, when you have this uh, the your app open, make sure if you have parlays open and some of your teams are winning. These 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 apps like Fanduel, they offer you a cash out option, and you want to be able to cash out sometimes if you feel like, oh, I'm no longer thinking that this game's gonna win in my last game, my parlay. Maybe you want to hedge it. Just have it open so you know what's going on and what you're being offered. And they did make a mistake this weekend. We had a parlay that was actually offered more money than what it was originally bet. Hello. It seems ridiculous, but it actually happened. We were offered 184 before the parlay was um, was set to be paid off, and they actually offered more money in the middle of the game because the algorithm had a mistake and it was just offering a cash out of higher than what we could possibly win. It's like we deal or no out. deal. Yeah, yeah, we cashed out. We cash now. Yep, absolutely. You got to cash out there, and there's no shame in, in cashing out. Remember that parlays are obviously longer bets because they're two and two, two and three teams, and it's designed to lose. They're higher odds for a reason. They're designed to lose. So if you get a good number on your on your cash out. 
I mean, we like to do it at two to one. You know, if we get two to one in our parlay and we're not really feeling good about the last team or the two teams to come, you know, we'll take a cash out sometimes. Yeah, instant money. It's like free money. You, you got to cash out when you get a chance to. It's really important. It's going to help you gain bankroll, make you, you know, better about better about parlays. And we're trying to send you more parlays this, this next couple of weeks. We understand that we like picks. You know, we'll tell you to do a round robin. We really like the round robin. People say it's not the greatest odds. We can kind of agree with that. But when we go five for five, we get that sweep. That's like 50 to one. And everybody likes 50 to one because there's just so many parlays sitting at the same time. And it's just wonderful. You know what I mean? But yeah, but when we throw that out, we're, we're feeling pretty confident about the round robin. Yeah, absolutely. But we're going to send you some parlays. You know, we had a parlay in the night, uh, Cubs and uh, Dodgers, I think it was. I mean, these teams that in the algorithm data that we looked at, they were just off the charts. You know, mm-hmm. it, think about it like a score 1 to 100, like the Dodgers and the Cubs had 98s and the other team had 60. Like, just think about that difference. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, we saw the huge lopsided, and we wanted to uh, really capitalize on that. Unfortunately, with teams that are favorites, your parlay, you know, two-team parlay is not going to pay usually over two. I think that parlay was plus 185. Hey, the parlay hits, the parlay hits. You're getting better than even money. 185, 1.85 times your money in the parlay. That's a win in my book. I mean, you got to be you got to be okay with small wins. If you're not, you're not gonna you're not gonna go long in this business. You're not. It's not how it's gonna work. But Big Al, what if you uh, what if we're watching the live updates on that game? Let's just let's take that game, the Dodgers and Cubs, and it's in the say it's in the eighth inning, and they're gonna give you eighty percent of your money. Would you take it? Absolutely, you got to take it there, especially if it's a parlay. You're talking about a straight bet or a parlay? The parlay. Yeah, the parlay there, absolutely. Um, unless I know the stats, like I know that Jansen is like a ninety percent closer. Are you talking about games even? Yeah. I don't think they're going to give you those odds, but yeah, cash that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only 80%. It's four to four out of five of that money. Take that all day, every day. Um, don't don't be cashing out teams when you have blowouts, you know? Some people ask me about, you know, cashing out at like 5-0 in the seventh and, um, you know, up 21 points in football. No. Your, your odds are significantly in your favor. Unless it's like 98%, don't cash out. They're not going to offer you a 98% payout. But, you know, roll with that. Those are, those are odds you want to fade. And it's just one thing you have to get used to. You just have to be able to. You're you're aware of it, and you're looking down at your at your phone and seeing the live ads and seeing if they're giving you a uh, a cash out. Yeah, you're looking at your live odds, and you're looking at the game too. And you're like, oh no, the momentum the momentum is turned. This is no longer a good bet. Let me cash out. There's no shame in it. Sometimes you got to surrender to make money. That's that's how it works. I mean, you're not really. And you say surrender, but I mean, you're still making money at the end of the day. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Um, definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, sometimes you got to cash out. Just how it works. Mm-hmm. And there's no shame in that. Yeah, it's just it's just being smart. It's like in Deal or No Deal when you see the guy when he walks away from like two hundred thousand and he ends up winning only only twenty only like ten grand. I mean, just have to be smart. Hindsight's everyone sees that everyone sees yeah. that big ticket, but if you're making money at the end of the day, you're making money. Making money is what we're doing here. If you're at our website www.thelionbreakers.com, keep clicking around, look for some of that information there. Check out our Instagram. Really appreciate all the the comments and follows. We're here to make you money. We just finished up live odds. We're gonna take a break from work from our sponsors. And we're back here at the studio. I'm here with Coop and Derek. We're here at our podcast, number four, The Lion Breakers, talking sports, talking bets, gambling, everything you want here. We just finished up a segment on live odds, how important it is to have your app open, looking at games, seeing the mistakes in the lines, and placing smart bets, really taking advantage of the casino, taking advantage of the sports book. Uh, we're going to move on to a little chalk talk here. Uh, just quickly, you know, as a novice beginner, intermediate bettors, whoever you are, know that favorites cannot win every day. It's just simple as that. They're not going to win every day. They're great on paper because the, the casino is saying, hey, we like to seem to win. It's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Yep. S- sometimes our analytics actually pick the underdog by like a substantial landslide. And then what we do for you is we tell you with the run line, with the points, with the spread, you know, we don't need to be greedy. Sometimes when we're having great weeks, all right, we'll take the money line there. But 
you know, we're going to take the points every time for just security reasons. It's because we want to pick at all costs. We want to win at all costs. Yeah, wins are wins. And, and the juice is what kills you. When you pick too many favorites and you're only going two and two or three, you know, one and three, I mean, you're getting absolutely hammered on juice. Usually uh, some of these favorites, depending upon what sport and what situation, the circumstances, they don't win. And as good as the casinos will say, hey, these are the favorites today and we like them because they're supposed to win, they don't. Yeah, sometimes teams just don't show up mentally. We can't control that. But remember that when you take a favorite, heavy favorite, don't be afraid to sell points. Sell the run line back. Give the odds back to the sports book. Like we told you in baseball, one thing, if you're listening to our podcast right now and you like betting MLB, don't take a minus 250 uh, money line on a team like the Cubs or the Indians or whoever. Take them on the run line. Guess what happens? More than likely, even at minus 245, the odds go back to minus 120. This team is going to blow this team out or they're going to lose. They rarely win by one run. And if you have a lot of teams winning by one run, please feel free to DM me and I'll apologize for being wrong. But I'm not going to be because I've been betting for 15 plus years and I know the stats and I know it doesn't happen. And we've been telling you lately, we take the Mets, we take you know Houston, wherever it is. Give the odds back to the casino because when this team loses, we don't want to be on the, on the hook for more juice. There's no reason for that. Take the run line, make it a regular bet. They're either going to blow them out or choke, one or the other. We don't want to be paying extra for that. We will not pay extra, Coop. I keep telling you that. Yeah, we don't tell, want to do tell it. Tell our followers. Smart betting. We don't want to, we don't want to give money back to the uh, casino at all costs. Yeah, and, and listen, if you really like favorites, you want to be a chalk guy, there's nothing wrong with a chalk guy. Like Derek says, no shame in taking favorites. They're favorite for a reason. I definitely agree with that point of view, but put them in parlays. You give the odds back to the sports book. Stop paying extra juice. Stop being done. Bet smart. They probably, sports books and casinos hate us because we're telling you how to gamble correctly. Mm-hmm. Give the odds back to the sports book. They're not going to pay you out a lot in a parlay, but in theory, these are all minus 200 favorites and you like them only to win and you're afraid about the run line. All right, put them in a parlay. Don't bet them straight because if you go one and two or two and two, you're going to get stuck with the juice and you're going to lose. And at the higher level, you're betting 200, 500 a game, whatever it is, you're paying all that extra juice at like 50, 100 bucks a pop. For no reason. And it's just, it's dumb play and I hate to see it. It's something that I try to, you know, get on this podcast, tell our subscribers, our listeners about, stop making dumb bets. It's that simple. And if you have a question whether something's dumb based on odds or juice, send us an Instagram message. DM us. Send, send, send it to us. We'll be happy to discuss it with you. Understand our point of view. Understand where the odds are, where the value is, and we'll talk it out with you. No problem doing that. Like I said, right now it's free. In the future, we're only going to offer that to our customers that have a subscription. If you do have a subscription, you'll be able to DM us no problem. We'll be able to explain our thought process on any pick you have individually. And uh, like we said, we, we excel at customer service and we pride ourselves in that. We get back to you right away pretty quickly with a good answer. Uh, we're talking uh, the regular sports right now. NBA, Let's finally, finally. Guess what? Big Al's Dark Horse is still in the fight. I am so pissed remind off everyone, about Game 7. Remind everyone who the Dark Horse is. Yeah, the Dark Horse is. I had Portland and Philly. And unfortunately, Philly lost on one of the dumbest shots I've ever seen in NBA. <laughs> They're calling the quadruple doink, I think. Yeah, quadruple doink. Yeah. Nonsense. I, I couldn't tell you how pissed off I was when I was watching that game in my house. Just unreal. Really bad. But Portland's still in it. 40-1. to one. And I actually liked them to beat Golden State. Big Al calling an upset here. Uh-oh. Go to Portland in six. Well, you're basing that fact on you think Kevin Durant won't be able to play? No, this is because I have a ticket and I don't want it to lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He wants to cash in on his future pick. I, we told you to take Philly and Portland last round. We unfortunately got you know uh, we, we got uh, screwed out of a uh, Kawhi game winner there. I tell you right now, sports, sports are not fixed and the NBA is not fixed, but those rims are. I was four bounces, Coop. It should have went out. Derek knows my pain. He was watching the game with me. Unreal there. Terrible bounce. The North remembers. I know. I love it. I love seeing Joel Embiid going crying off the court. 
I mean, if you're going to be there when you're winning, you're going to be trolling everyone. You're going to be complaining. You're going to be you're going to be trying to get under people's skin. I mean, you're going to lose some games. Yeah, and, and Derek hit it on the head there. I mean, this guy, like I said, uh, he's uh, he's trolling people and he's so dumb. I mean, shit some light on that, Derek. What, what what don't you like about Embiid? I mean, look, if you're gonna, it's fine to you know be a clown and you're going to talk trash, get other people's skins, but when you lose, you can't cry on camera. Come on, dude, let's get to the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's enough sports talk. Let's talk about the odds. You know, Golden State minus five fifty here. That is just ridiculous. I know they just beat. Um, Saluting me. Who did they just beat? Houston. Houston. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And they, they beat him on the road with no Durant. They're actually, I think they're like 29 and one without Durant. I saw that crazy trend the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, they have a high record without him. Yeah. It's it's imposing, but I like Portland here. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Portland in six or seven. I mean, six is fine too. I think game time or Dame time is Dame ready time. to have his game time winner, and I think they can win this series. Uh, if they get blown out, I never said this pick, and I recant everything I ever said. I mean, yeah, well, we say playing with house money. I think we have Curry playing with uh, Curry's playing with house money because he's. I mean, he doesn't have Durant, and and he showed that he can win a series. He's two-time MVP, three-time NBA champion. I mean, he's going to lead this team. He's going to get this team ready, and they just seem to. Everyone keeps saying they play better, they flow better. I mean, I mean, I mean, I believe that too. I think they play better and flow better. I mean, I don't think it's a smart bet to bet Golden State, but mm, I mean, maybe taking the ju- maybe taking the uh, money that uh, they're giving you with Portland is good, but. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just saying Portland. I mean, we're not making a, a real pick here. I do like Portland. If you're looking for a longer odds bet, there, not a bad, not a bad bet there. I don't think that they're going to overpower Portland. Uh, Lillard, is, you see this in sports sometimes with guys taking games over. I think he has the ability to do it. He's a really good player. Let me give you the better bet: Bucks minus two ninety. We don't use the word lock here. Just really like the bet. I think you're getting great odds with Giannis. Toronto coming off a tiring game seven to Philly with a game winner that may not have gone in. If the rims were right, Coop, if they were right. They're too tight. It's like the boardwalk. Anyone from Jersey, it's like the Jersey boardwalk rims. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's tough. But minus 290 here is not bad odds for the series. I would take the Bucs. I think they're a great bet. We might post that pick later today. Um, you know, the the, the Bucs are, are a good pick here, I think. Minus 290 is not terrible odds. They're going to be a much better team. They're going to be rested. And Giannis is a freak. You have a game changer in Giannis himself. He takes the series over. I got Bucks in six, Coop. Yeah, the Greek freak, he took some time off, he got rested. I mean, he looks like he's just a machine anyway. It doesn't really matter. He looks like he can play 90 minutes every night and still come out and still just dunk over everyone. It's going to be an interesting matchup seeing uh, Giannis versus uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, but, I mean, I like the Buffs too. Bucks too look like they're the team of destiny coming out of the East. And uh, I think everyone wants to see the Bucks. I mean, against your bet, but everyone wants to see Bucks, Golden State and see if uh, the athletic Giannis can try to do something against um, Golden State. Now, if you're feeling dangerous, I mean, they're plus 240. It's not a bad bet either to win it all. They're going to have to beat Portland, though. Wink, yeah. wink. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, Bucks, the Bucks are tough here because they're just such a young, they're kind of a younger team with Giannis there. I, I just don't know if they have all this team to go all the way, but Lillard's been waiting his time. He's been waiting there. I really hope they don't lose this series. Uh, minus 550 is a lot there. There's very good value in a Portland Moneyline bet to win the series um, for a small amount. I mean, five and a half yeah. to one for a team that just showed you they can win a game seven. They're coming out. Uh, game, game time just seems like he's hungry and he's ready to win. I and even CJ simple. too. CJ McCollum, he came out CJ. big in uh, game, game seven. seven he hit the, that team. Yeah, he hit the icing or... shot, right, Derek? Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a game seven on the road too. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean I agree with that, and I think it's great. You're getting great money with the uh, money line bet. We're gonna we're gonna start trying to get you some some prop bets here at the line breakers. I think prop bets are really fun. We can usually find some stats that will back up our picks, but we're going to start sending you some pitcher strikeouts, maybe some threes that we see in the NBA that we, we can't turn down, but we want to start getting you more player props as we develop here at the Line Breakers. 
If you're uh, clicking around our site, understand that we've been doing pretty well the last two weeks. Uh, we do have a policy for non-winning picks under certain packages. Moving forward, it's going to be called our If You Don't Cash, We Don't Cash Policy. If you're not listening to us on our website, our website is www.thelinebreakers.com. Go there, check it out. A lot of cool free information, understanding of how betting works, terms, um, things that you can really use to help you grow your um, sports betting knowledge and, and how to become more... Um, a knowledgeable sports better just to be able to like catch up on things so you don't like you don't have to look up everything you see absolutely and you'll be understand what we're talking about and you're gonna you're gonna grow with us and we're gonna help you make money and we're gonna move forward with that um i just want to touch on something real quick really interesting uh you know in our live in our not a live feed here but our podcast uh, pelicans got the first pick what <laughs> i don't know i don't that's even know what to news. say about that the yeah. nba probably hate that's how you know the nba is not rigged yeah they would they <laughs> the would pelicans got first pick i mean there's an argument to say that the pelicans gained the first pick which i lost my prop bet betting that they should have been the first pick there they were second i mean that i mean that's not oh. that's not good yeah i mean they're probably gonna lose anthony davis get zion williams I don't know, does Zion Williams really want to play down New Orleans? Does anyone really want to play down New Orleans? He wants I guess up. we'll see. And yeah. the Knicks, I guess more importantly, the Knicks ends up getting third pick. So most likely they get R.J. Barrett. Everyone's kind of saying that they get uh, KD and uh, Kyrie in the offseason. So, I mean, kind of look at that. Lakers got fourth. Cavs got fifth. And the Grizzlies got second. So I guess Jay Morant, John Morant will go there to the Grizzlies. Yeah, Derek, what, what, do you, what do you think about these odds that we're talking about for the Bucks here? You like the Bucks? You like Golden State? Where, where do you stand right now? Uh, well, I want to go with uh, the Blazers with you, ride that ship, but I, I can't pick against the Warriors still. I don't care how many players get hurt. It really doesn't seem to matter with those guys, with Curry and uh, Clay Thompson and all those boys. But uh, the Bucks, dude, Giannis is a freak. How young is Giannis? Is he like 25 still? He's, he's, yeah, he's, I feel he's, like 20, he's, yeah. he's not even – He's barely scratching his prime. How good is this guy going to be? Yeah, no, but everyone thinks he's going to win MVP this year. I mean, and who knows? I love I, I don't know. I, I think uh, the, the big Game 7 win for Toronto was a big emotional high. I think they're going to have a huge letdown in Game 1 traveling to Milwaukee. I think they're just going to get smacked. I don't, I don't see that being much of a series, to be honest. I think I, I like the Bucks in 5 in that series. Okay, well, talk about the odds. Do you think you're getting good value there at minus 290 and plus 240 for a win overall for everything? Oh yeah, plus two forty is great odds for that team. I, I think they can absolutely pull it off. That that's to win the finals, right? That's yeah. to win the finals, correct? That's yeah. that. So I, I think that's great. Derek's called it team. Bucks to win. Yeah, I mean we all think they're going to get there, and uh, we got Aaron Rodgers and David Bakhtiari sitting courtside. I mean, that, what what else do you need to get the team riled up? Yeah, yeah, and just to, just to, for the people listening out there, we don't post any NBA picks right now. We did have an algorithm for it; it wasn't converting at the rate that we wanted to, so we have to put it on the back burner. We'll have NBA for you next season. We're going to be right there making picks for you, hopefully with a better understanding of how we find this data, the analytics, with the written response that we always give you to, to make NBA picks for you. It's coming in the future. Stay tuned, as we say. Let's move on to the PGA real quick. Uh, you got the U.S. Open coming up, and what do we see here? Tigers favored? How does this guy all of a sudden win one championship, and then he just becomes favored and everything? And, and you know what it is? It's because everyone bets Tiger. And remember that if you're listening to our podcast right now, we talk about gambling all the time. Remember that the favorite is not always the best player that's being played or the best team. It's how you get equal money all over the place. And everyone that's a casual better is going to bet Tiger. Yeah. That's why he's favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, the Tiger effect. But understand that he's not supposed to win that tournament because he's favored. They're yeah. trying to they're trying to alleviate some of the high payouts that Big Al cashed in 18-1, the last Masters, because I saw him playing well. 
But understand that he's not probably going to win this this US Open. So try to avoid betting him. If he wins, I'll have my foot in my mouth, which is fine. Brooks Kepka, don't think this guy's winning at 8 to 1 or 9 to 1. He's won the last two US Opens. Three in a row is just too many for me personally. Uh, I don't have any stats to back that up. I wish I did, but I don't. I would avoid either one of them. But just awesome to see that Tiger has that kind of impact on gambling. I mean, this is the U.S. Open to win it all, and he's the favorite after yeah. not playing for years and not being in the top ten for years. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it seemed like three, four years ago he was done. It looks like his back was broken. He wouldn't be able to uh, win another tournament. He wins the Masters, comes back a couple weeks later, favorite to win uh, at uh, Bethpage. I mean, or Bethpage, or is he favorite yeah, to win the Open? He's, it's Bethpage. Yeah, the yeah he's favorite to win, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so, right. I mean, he's favorite to win it, and Tiger Effect. Tiger Effect, Absolutely. We're talking um, PGA here, a little uh, little NBA. Real quick, though, before we take a break, we're going to talk about the MLB. The commissioner's talking about live betting exploding in the MLB. There's no there's no partnerships in the MLB right now. What are you talking about, old man? Looks like he uh, wants to get it going. I, I hope he does, but like he was saying, it's live betting, every pitch, every out, whatever you want, pop-outs, ground-outs. I mean, this is going to make live betting really cool for baseball. Uh, pretty dangerous for the people that keep chasing the action that we keep telling you not to. There's one thing that you've heard on this podcast, take away, stop chasing action and bankroll management. Uh, we're going to take a break here from a word from our sponsors. And we're back here in the studio. It's Big Al here with Coop and Derek on our podcast number four, The Line Breakers. We just finished up the segment on uh, PGA, MLB, NBA betting, um, just understanding what's going on. Tiger's there. We're going to move on to uh, Coop Scoop, which is kind of you know being uh, coupled with uh, In the Trends We Trust. Mm-hmm. And we keep telling you how important it is to get on betting trends. For those people that don't like betting trends, you're really missing out here. We're cashing a lot of trends over the last two weeks. We want to kind of give you some other trends that we found that we're going to start betting when it comes up. However, we do want to let you know that when two, when two trends clash, we will not pick the game. For the for an example, the other night, Atlanta was a road favorite. They've been really good as a road favorite. However, Arizona was playing a lefty. They crushed left-handed pitching. When two uh, two bets that we really like clash, we just won't take the game because we don't know which side's going to come out there. We don't want to make a bad pick. We have data for both, so we just avoid the game in general. And um, it turned out to be a really close game that we would have never predicted. Uh, we're going to let uh, Coop take over here. And the trends we trust is our new catchphrase for, you know, in God we trust with our money. Talk about some of the trends we have going on, Coop, for some of our listeners that are really, really waiting all podcasts. We really appreciate that. Uh, let them know about some trends. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, we have the trends here for you, kind of the things uh, like behind the scenes that we kind of look at on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Minnesota, 11-3 to after a loss. So, you know, when they're losing, they're coming back strong. They're sleeping on it. They're knowing what they did wrong. They're coming back full energy in there. Going to get try to get you the win. And guess what? We just picked Minnesota tonight. Mm-hmm, exactly. I mean, we did we did it the previous night. It's the third time they lost back to back games. It happens occasionally. But the great thing about MLB gambling, we get to fire right back with Minnesota on that trend. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you an update hopefully in the next week how that's doing. And uh, obviously read our written analysis and our picks to uh, obviously understand how the trends are going and where we stand. Uh, keep it going, Coop. Exactly. And the Phillies same. They're these teams are both above seventy five percent win percentage. The Phillies twelve and four after a loss. You know exactly same thing. Coming back strong. Houston's winning 80% of their home games, 16-4. You know, when they play at home, I mean, they're most likely going to win. We saw it the other day. They're, I mean, we'll talk about it in a bit, but uh, they got us on a bad beat, and they were able to win at home. Detroit and Seattle, 7-2, and 10-3 and respectively as the favorites. Detroit, that's a little surprising, too. 7-3, and three, I mean, they're, they're kind of around 500. Seattle, 10-3, and three, they kind of had a hot start, so uh, they kind of came out of the gates, so they're kind of slowing down a bit. 
Four teams are undefeated with the uh, home underdog, Yankees, Pirates, Braves, and St. Louis. So when they're playing home, the underdog, you know, they're kind of like feeling a little slighted, feeling a little... Uh, Pissed off. I like mm-hmm. it. Home yeah. dogs. Especially the Yankees, too, because the Yankees can hit home runs at will at their stadium, so they kind of just come up big. So silly. Yeah, and I'm sure that we keep telling you, and we're going to constantly tell you, and if you get sick of it, tough luck. It's so important to get on these trends early. Cooper's reading you some of these stats that are 10-3, and 7-1, and 6-1, 9-1. Get on trends early. If we deem the trend worthy, we're going to put in a pick. We're going to tell you to pick it, and guess what? We're like, I don't know, uh, Nine and nine and two in the last eleven trends. We were absolutely crushing it. We had the Mariners versus left-handed pitching in the over. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It just happens. There's something that happens weird in sports. Uh, sometimes trends just get hot. It's nine and one. We've lost one. We've cashed four times. I'll take eighty percent all day. Uh-huh. That's better than sometimes you're picking with the analytics. Trends happen for a reason. They're weird anomalies in sports. But these you know, are the yeah. These are the things exactly you got to look behind the. Uh Behind the front wall, and you got to get behind everything. Yeah, Away we're not gonna, favorites. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we're not gonna lie to you either. The Mariners over nine and one. I mean, sometimes it's usually because the pitchers in that game are just atrocious anyway. Yeah, and, not they're, a lot giving of good up, and they're giving up ten runs. So. Yeah, absolutely. Away favorites is also a trend that we cashed in on. Minnesota seven and zero. Seven and zero is the away favorite. Pittsburgh is three and zero. Yankees are nine and two. Seattle, Atlanta are six and one. Those are also trends that we're keeping our eyes on to uh, to see when they're away favorite and maybe uh, cash in on them. Now, from what you just said, you had a couple undefeated teams, a couple teams with one loss. If you jump on these trends at 5-0, and oh, I mean, you're cashing probably, what, 7-1 and one there, 7-2 and two probably? Yeah, when, if Minnesota's 7-0, and oh, yeah, Pittsburgh 3-0, and oh, yeah. If you're cashing on them and win a couple games, I mean, thank you, thank you. If you're, if you're listening to our podcast right now, got to cash in trends early. We're going to give you more trends as the week progress. They're great stuff to jump on. We're going to let you know how we're doing. we got the Yankees tonight. Uh, sorry, excuse me. We have the Mariners over tonight versus a left-hander. We're going to let you know how it's doing. Obviously, in the in the weeks past, as we continue to bit these trends, um, great stuff, Coop. That was kind of Coop scoop with the in trends we trust. Mm-hmm. That's going to be our new kind of double segment there. Really cool understanding of data and how things are going in the MLB. Uh, if we find in basketball, like we had the other night, Houston was ten and zero at home. They ended up being ten and one, losing their series. Uh, we're going to give you a lot of these trends because they're important. They're easy long term winners, and they're fun, just cool data things that you guys will be like, oh, that's interesting. Let me see if I can bet that next time. And guess what? If you're following the line breakers. We're going to have the pick for you mm-hmm. with the written analysis. Let's move into Bad Beats, our last segment of the night. Um, why don't you give us some Bad Beats, Coop? I know this is kind of your stuff, too. Uh, how, how are we doing in Bad Beats this week? Do we have anything? Yeah, we have a couple. We have a couple of Bad Beats. Uh, starting about last week, I kind of touched on it before. Rangers down two, top of the ninth. One out, I think there was Hunter Pence. First pitch, looks like a three-run homer. Oh, looks, like it's gonna, looks like it's going to push the over. They're going to take the lead by one. Josh Reddick robbed at the wall. That yeah. was that was a hard one. That's bad. That was a hard one to get through. I remember I was texting Big Al. I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Just like, <laughs> just like shaking my head. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Oakland leads four to one. Gives up three in the bottom of the eighth. Scores in the top of the tenth and gives up two in the bottom of the tenth. It's that's like, a bad Ugh. one. Yeah, that's a bad one. If you have Oakland there, it's tough. Really yeah. heartbreaking loss. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Derek had Oakland. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Cardinals gave up five runs on the seventh. I know Big Al touched on that. And then uh, Pirates after trailing six to three the entire game. It's like you just not a crooked number, but you hang in fifth against the, one of the best bullpens in the league. I mean, yeah. it's like, yeah. and that was a pick we had, which really hurts too. I mean, we hate, we love to see it to happen to other people because it's cool. It's like, oh, yeah, exactly. You, you, got, you got robbed there, but we yeah. got robbed this time. It's always fun to laugh at until it happens to you. Yeah, absolutely. Dodgers leading two nothing in the eighth, allow five runs, two errors, lose five to two. It's like, jeez, like two errors. Errors kill games. They kill scores. It's it's just it's tough. Atlanta scoring in the top of the ninth, give up a home run on 0-2 count to the Diamondbacks. Oh, that was the game we had Atlanta, right? Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. That was Losing Saturday, right? Innings. I think I was with I was with you. Uh, Big yeah, Al. that was that was a tough that was a tough game. Mm-hmm. Then Pirates giving up seven in the eighth, and then in the ninth, com- uh, like a combined seven seven runs to lose nine six after winning after leading six to two all game. It's like Gosh. baseball. I, I don't know. I don't get how these teams just give up these runs. They just kind of just lose it. Yeah, I guess they're just it's trying to win the whole effect. game and they lose it. I love that you can find these these great. I mean, if you're listening to our podcast right now, Coop finds the greatest bad beats, the greatest trends. I mean, it's so important. I mean, these things. I mean, tell us if you don't like these things, but bad beats are usually a fun part of the show. Uh, we've been hearing from you before that you like more gambling, more things like this. Trends and bad beats are a great part of gambling, and we're hoping to keep giving you quality stuff week after week. And um, do we have any more, Coop? Are you good? Yeah, this last one's a tough one. I mean, you have the Cubs. You think they're going to win? Leading by two in the top of the ninth, they score three. Marlins score three with two outs to take the lead, and Cubs end up losing. And what did we say before? That's probably a two-and-a-half, three-to-one favorite. You just lost heavy juice there, lost a big bet. One unit was probably two-and-a-half, three-unit loss. Terrible gambling. Got to give the odds back to the casino, like we said before. Um, it, it just You hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, a tough uh, one. And like we said before, we we're here to give you knowledge on gambling, understanding bad beats, great trends, help you win money. We really want to uh, keep pushing forward. We had some great weeks here. We love the feedback in the comments. Feel free to DM us, ask us questions. It's free for right now. It won't f- be free for long. Cash in while you can. Otherwise, you got to pay like everybody else. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Big Al. That's Coop. That's Derek. Until next time, bet with your head, not your heart. We're the Line Breakers. <laughs> <laughs>